0: Authors and Chains.
1: I think that's I think that's distance
0: sensitive. back from his mic. I'm, I'm wearing my Henley today. It's fall, man. Is it? I'm wearing my blazer. I'm wearing my Henley. My
2: okay.
0: blazer
1: with the liner that I'm absolutely obsessed it. with.
0: You're, you're gonna gonna going for Hawaii. You're, you're, you're wishful thinking there, Rob.
2: Well, what we have today is sunshine, which we haven't had in damn near a month. Yeah, so that I'm, is
0: true. You guys haven't.
2: And we had a we had a fire yeah. that was starting to get real close, and the rain came two days ago. And I thought, uh,
0: "Thank okay. you." Hey, what's our episode yeah. today? What are we calling it? Because I'm, I'm about to put this up on Facebook.
1: Um, well, shit. First,
2: This is going to be the first redo.
0: Okay, yep. what, what This is doing the doing first it?
1: redo. Surprise, surprise. I mean, do you want to do the drawing on on the air, like live?
0: Oh, uh, we can yeah. do that. We can I do think do we should. That, you
2: know, uh, technical technical problems if you can if it does if it doesn't act like an asshole i would
0: oh it acts like an asshole there's no question preparing live stream.
1: i mean it might act like an asshole who fucking knows but yeah let's uh let's go live and i'll i'll share the shit out of it and uh then we'll pick should have probably gone live while you guys were were chatting and then i could have i could have been productive
2: what the hell's wrong? I don't know. I hate them. I hate them all.
1: <laughs> you hate all, all of what?
2: I, I'm telling you, 50 years from now, people are going to look back on smartphones and say that is where it began. I kid you not. What's that was it? the downfall of civilization? Goddamn right.
1: It's the end of the world. That was right we, now.
2: Even ready for this, anthropologically speaking, our machine is going to get way out in front of us. It already is.
1: Am I cutting in
0: and out, you guys? No, you sound fine. Oh. Let me know on that
1: slide.
2: You just softened up your your mug. Ooh, that was because you had a computer up in front of you. Yep. It, looks, it looks much more better when you don't. Better is that the screen you you do you have to have it because you that made a hell of a difference. Can you but you're looking at your you're looking at us through that screen, correct? Mm-hmm. All right, well then never mind.
1: Why does it look better like without? Absolutely. Really? That har-
2: yeah, that harsh light is a pain in the ass.
1: No shit. Yep. Yeah. The uh don't really know how to
2: well you probably can't, but
1: whoa. Jesus, no, that's not what I want. What's that? Nothing. She's gone berserk.
2: Like, holy Jesus, holy Jesus.
1: You think that's better? Yes. Ray, would you agree?
0: Five. Yep.
1: He doesn't even know.
0: I know. I no, know.
1: I hate this slide. I'm sorry. I veto, I veto this because it makes me look old.
2: It no, it, make it does not. Good. That's the whole point of the exercise. It doesn't.
1: I you feel look like you younger. can see every line in my face. No, that's right the
2: now. point. You're, you, the sheen is gone, and the, all those crows, know, feet you on, on your corners of your eyes—they all disappear.
1: Thanks, Rob. <laughs> You're <laughs> they an They disappear. App. I don't know. Well, they're about to come back.
2: All right. Ready? Yeah. I
1: thought you'd think.
2: Be... Man, that's harsh as hell. That's like spotlight.
1: It is. Yeah, it's just, it's the uh, it's the screen, okay. man. All right. Oh, Burke, B. let's share this biznatch.
0: The biznatch.
1: What have you been doing this week, Rob? You still writing about 1897? Is it 1897?
2: You no, know, we are in 1898 now because the Spanish-American Ooh. War just started. I blew up mm-hmm. the main and pissed everybody off, and I'm going to
0: start bloodletting. Nice. More bloodletting. We're going to have the bloodletting.
1: Real All right, we're going to
0: share, and we need to share. Hold on.
1: I don't see the stream. Hold on. Live on, it on Facebook. It? There it is.
0: There it is! Oh, Fachi Book, man. Share the stream. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> okay. Throat> okay. Right. The first duo fan! Let's
0: pick live on the air. All right. Apparently, a Guzma Luisma says, Have a wonderful night in Jesus. I, I didn't know I was going in Jesus. Is that like a tauntaun where you're going to cut them open and go inside to, you know, survive the weather?
2: No, no, no. We told you this last week. It's a, it's a town right next to Cognito.
0: There you go. You're, you're in Jesus. I get it. Well, Jesus saves. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. I
2: hope you don't have to open him up like a tauntaun to stay warm, but.
0: Dude, that's cool because you know it smells yeah, really. better on the outside.
2: <laughs> that's right.
1: I'm sharing. I'm doing so uh, much sharing. It's There's right. a million share. shares that are going on right now. I don't share. wanna. Uh, I don't wanna double share. So am I the only one who's sharing?
0: No, no, <clears> I'm sharing too, but I'm getting those groups that are a little off the wall. You oh fuck me! I,
1: I'm I'm going down my group list right oh. now. Like boom, bam, blah. blah.
0: That's all right. I have a producer. Let me uh let me show you my producer. Come Come where, no. where is it? Oh no, back that way. Oh no. He went she went that way. My producer. He's losing his mind. Here. Now she got away. I put the okay. camera out. She got away.
1: Okay. <clears throat> I'm not sure that my, <laughs> I'm not sure that my internet is quite right right now.
2: It's wrong? Your um, video's hopping up and your down. Your internet's too, wrong. Way.
1: Yeah, like my, you guys keep oh, like. A,
2: a, 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 a oh, we're sketching and. Are we? Uh, wow. Mm-hmm. It looks like your camera is getting bounced up and down, Glaze. A little bit. Oh uh, yeah. yeah,
1: that would be me typing. Okay. That would be me.
0: Oh. <laughs> god I think, something about red meat oh it's so good
1: <laughs> did you share to your page
0: uh no i didn't share to mine i figured you'd grab i'm gonna that do one. that
1: right oh. now hmm. let's see i grabbed like it, the you, author's you know,
0: toolkit and all those fuckers
1: oh the toolbox yeah, yeah the toolbox page yeah guys. yeah I like that page <laughs> The first do over. So are you guys uh are you guys um hoping for any particular one to get pulled out of a hat first? Nope,
0: nope, I'm I'm good. I'm good all the way around. So nope. let's just let's get D and D random dice roll on the phone and let's
1: see what we got. That's right. Is um, that what
2: it is? A D and D random dice roll app?
1: Uh no. No, okay. it's really not. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, I'm be being interrupted of- by a young lady who uh, needs to go to bed.
1: Tell her to be quiet because we're going to start recording for the actual podcast yeah. and it's not professional to have garbled back here. That's
0: right. It's not professional. You tell him. Go get him, Luna. Le- 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 <laughs> Le- Le-
1: Seriously, tell them to be quiet.
0: Laney, shut the fuck up.
1: It. Seriously. It's go. like, not cool. It's going to yeah, end up a on the podcast.
0: podcast. Thank you. All so, right. There you go.
1: Okay, so Numero uno Numero uno The first do-over I really bad at the Spanish accent Oh my
0: god, I haven't slept and you can tell
1: It's okay We don't need sleep, we're authors We're like vampires Live off of unicorn farts Mm -hmm. And the blood of virgins
0: You know Virgin blood could work Yeah What do we got? I don't see it it's, big, it's because I haven't done anything either. yet.
1: All right. Okay. So for the folks who haven't uh, been paying attention last week, Ray Robin and I went through and picked our nine favorite, least favorite episodes right. from the last year, year and a half. Um, the do-overs. That we would like to have a second whack at. So what I have is there actually ended up being 10 of them somehow. Wow. Right, All right. All right. Um, that I have in this little drawing doohickey thingy. And if the drawing doohickey thingy works, then it'll pick one for us. So let's see if it does. Let's
0: go. Drawing doohickey thing. I want to see this. I don't know what it's doing. I can't see.
1: What did it say? Sell it. it. Okay. So this is formerly episode six, the path to sales.
0: Oh, okay. The path to sales.
1: Which Rob, uh, the uh when when i first got on with you today and uh i was like so i have a bet as to which one of the uh, topics is going to get chosen by the random generator and it was probably the one that i didn't have notes on
0: nice wow that's all right i've got uh, i've got (laughs) enough notes on this one we've had enough experience over the past year between uh the six nine books we've got out that um yeah, this is a good topic. It really is. There's a lot of people out there who have no idea how to sell their book. I mean, let's face it. What was it? Uh, Not even a year ago, I had more than one person approach me with their book. They were selling a book that was 50,000 words for four times the cost of a uh, a standard ebook. And they're like, I don't understand why I'm not selling. You know, and they didn't have an internet presence. They weren't advertising. They just threw their book up and it was four times as expensive as anybody else's. And the only advertising they did was on their personal Facebook page going, I wrote a book. That was it. So,
1: yeah.
2: That's that's like 120 pages, maybe. You're
1: right. 50,000 words.
2: That's it. Holy! Shit. I
1: have known a couple of people who've done similar things, but, but here's the other thing. I mean, let's start there, right? You're never going to have people who uh, buy a book that they don't see value in because there's just right. not enough bang for the book, buck, The book, buck, bang for the book, buck. <laughs> anyway. Um, or, but, but here's the other end. Like what about selling yourself shorts underselling? yourself well, setting yeah. the price of your book so low that people look at it and go, it's really cheap. What's wrong is with there, it? is there well, and and,
0: and there's there. also what I like to call the the series curse. Um mm-hmm. I've seen a few people run into this where somebody will go through, see your book, find it interesting, but like, you know what? It's a series. It's part one. I'm gonna wait till a couple more parts when I can binge it. You know, so your sales are still soft and you're thinking this is a great book. What the hell? Everybody who's read it loves it. Why am I not getting more sales? And it very well could be the series curse, the trilogy curse.
1: And that's, I'll wait till
0: it's done and I'll buy it.
1: Yeah. Binge culture is definitely something that affects. So how, how do you, there's, there's no way around that. There's no way to like.
0: Not really. I mean, not none that I have found yet short of making, giving it a special offers, is getting them off the fence. I mean, most of these guys are like, well, the book will be here a year from now with the other two books, and I'll just buy them all three at the same time and binge them. Well, that's great, but... If If people really do that? pricing, special giveaways, things like that, we'll sell the book.
1: Yeah, people do do that. It is absolutely a, a binge culture thing. It started happening when Netflix and Amazon Prime and, and other yeah. uh, streaming services began releasing uh, entire seasons all at once. Uh, or or people would wait until yeah. a, a, a season was done and then they would watch, you know, the entire thing all, all at once. So, yeah, I, I mean, so we're kind I've of been- cursed in that way.
2: How long have I been doing this? About six years. And book three, that in my series, my trilogy, uh, is in edit. And right. it, will, it won't release at least for another eight months. So it's, it's a year to 18 months in between, uh, even if I was following the one after the other cadence. But that means that I, following that logic, and this is what I'm asking Ray... Do you, do you, ha- uh, how do I frame this question? If I were to understanding of what Glacius said about binge, cause I'm a traditional, I don't do right. this the way you guys do. I can't put a book out as fast as you can. I can write one as fast, but I can't put it out there cause I don't have any say on the scheduling and it's murder. It's almost two years from submission Ooh. of a raw manuscript, the dirt finished, but dirty. Until it releases, it's about two years.
1: That would kill
2: me. So, yeah, it it was exactly right. And this is the, this is the, the, speaking of curses, this is one of the bad things about traditional. So, I would have been virtually unknown and had no idea what I was doing if I would have saved them all up, pre wrote them, let us say, Mm -hmm. and pounded them out one as a set. That would be great. Binge readers would do what ray is suggesting is okay uh, i have them all in a package good for me i'll buy them right Mm -hmm. if they if it was a single book maybe not or the second book is oh he's not there yet and i'm not going to do anything that's a killer that's bad
1: yeah but there's but there's no there's no way around that if you're writing a series then you are at the mercy of people who enjoy binge culture so that's not really a productive rabbit hole for us to go down, I guess. So let's start with different types of marketing that we can, should employ to sell our books. First one that I use uh, as much as I possibly can, because really it's the only thing I can use, is is. tools that are available to me uh, through social media. So this is direct interaction sort of marketing. This is me engaging with people who either are fans or who I am trying to cultivate into being fans. Uh, I guess this would be kind of like a type of guerrilla marketing. It's definitely a boots on the ground marketing tactic. Um, It requires No financial investment whatsoever. I am not including in this paid ads, you know, on Mm -hmm. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. No, that's usually my channel.
0: And I don't do Facebook or Twitter, but paid ads
1: That's, yeah, that's, so that's the, that's the second one right there, right? Is, is, is paying to have your book shown to potential readers. um, And and there's a
0: slippery slope there. We've seen, you know, we've seen that slope. Um, The ACOS on on books, you know, if you have a single, if you have a series, how do you calculate that? You're usually spending more money than you're getting back on a lot of them until you reach that critical point.
1: For listeners, what Ray is talking about when he says A cost is basically your 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 ratio between how many dollars you are spending on advertising, relative uh, compared to how many dollars you're bringing in from that advertising directly. Um, so it's P&L. basically
2: standard PL, right? It's there.
1: kind. It's not really standard. Uh, no. no, it it is definitely the product of an algorithm that is um, used by uh, both Amazon and BookBub. They yep, they both have a calculated ACOs and
0: um, now book now BookBub isn't bad, but Amazon always seems to have the better return from both pages and books. At least I've seen. Uh,
1: I know some people who have had uh, quite a bit of success with BookBub, but I think that you are able to get a little bit of traction from Amazon using a little bit of investment. I think that BookBub, you do not get traction until you increase your investment significantly. So if you have a hundred dollars a month to spend in advertising, I would definitely say go with Amazon's uh, advertising directly, which Mm -hmm. is available to you straight through your KDP um, bookshelf. uh,
0: It is. uh, um, They're, they're, (laughs) <laughs> graphics and metrics are really nice and let you really keep track of how much you're spending versus what you're getting in.
1: Yes. You can set limits. Uh, you, you can set both daily limits and monthly mm-hmm. limits and, and tell them whether or not you want it, you know, you want to try to spread it evenly over a period of right. time or just dump the whole thing in well, as fast as you can. The, the
0: first book was very much about spending money. It was putting the book in front of fan, potential fans so mm-hmm. it was less about what I was spending on advertising, and more about how many fans were was I exposing the book to. So mm-hmm. you tend to spend a lot more. And Glacia did help me a lot on some of my ACOs and cutting that down because some of the spending was high, and yeah. versus what I was getting. So she became a real, real quick expert on how their metrics work and how to to there is- use them to your advantage.
1: There is a definite sweet spot when it comes to trying to harness the power right. of Amazon's advertising. Firstly, if you are a um, uh, an Amazon exclusive, so if you are a uh, uh, KDP Select, <laughs> so your book is available on Kindle Unlimited. KDP
0: Select.
1: You have a huge, huge advantage over somebody who uh, is not exclusive, and that is because you're available for page reads. And a lot of times if your book is available on Kindle Unlimited, they'll see it advertised, it'll catch their attention. They won't necessarily buy it, but they will go and read it if they right. are a Kindle Unlimited subscriber. So there's that. Um but i think it's also uh very 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 important to mention that if you are advertising and you have a limited amount of of money um and you are going to go down that 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 route uh the best way for you to to move forward uh with that if you have multiple books would be to just pick one right uh, in, in my opinion, if you have if you have a limited amount of resources and you have, you know, like a bunch of standalones, pick one, pick your best one, pick the one that you think is going to make people fall in love with your voice. You're right. And and if you have a series, there is no need to advertise anything but the first book, because if they love it, you will convert uh, to the next book and the next book and the next book. And if oh, if that's they a good
2: point, if that's they don't really good point, yeah,
1: if do they don't, they that, were never going to do it.
2: When you examine the way these algorithms work, because I I can't, I have no no avenue through. I'm one of the people that are disadvantaged by the KDB select uh, construct because I have no say in it. But there is information that should be valuable: is that uh, if you have three books, if you have like a trilogy, ignore books two and three and hammer book one. Yeah. That's that's interesting to me because whatever avenue I stumble on for marketing my books, because my publisher won't, that means that's that's me, uh, incredibly valuable to me. Knowing that I I don't I don't like my book one as much as I like my book two. We'll see about book three. But well, yeah. preference up your ass. Forget preference. Stick with the one that she like. She said if they like this, if they're going to start with it anyway. Yep. But it's
0: an entry, it's a, it's a gateway book. Yeah. Your, your first yeah. book of the series is your gateway book. If they like it, they're going to pick up the others. Yep. And you're not and- spending money on advertising on all three of them.
1: There is a downside, even it's not just a lack of upside, there is a downside even to advertising, you know, your second or third or fourth or fifth book in a series. And that is that um, you are basically banking on the success of your ads, being able to take advantage of impulse buyers. Well, I mean, and so it is, it is actually possible for somebody to see an ad, like, let's say your second book cover is better than your right. first book cover. And it's, it's a very, very, um, uh gripping at people see that and they go oh excellent they grab it they put it in their cart they immediately start reading they're like this makes no goddamn sense what the hell is going on you're reading a kindle and and you're just skipping to the beginning of the first chapter it is it is it is absolutely possible to as you don't even have to be a retard to make the the mistake of just jumping into a book and being like this makes no fucking sense and then just yeah i had that exact same thing
0: happen with vengeance Bunch of people bought Vengeance and they're like, oh, I didn't know it was a series. Yep. You know? And yep. yeah. So it happened. Yeah. It's, yeah.
1: Happen. Because Vengeance is the red cover, right? Yeah. And that Vengeance is a skull cover. It's a yeah.
0: great cover. It's unfortunately, it's better than the first book's cover. So people look at it and go, I want to read that one. Yeah, but don't so. they
2: see where it says book two in the something or other series? Well, apparently gotta,
0: it's right on the cover, but apparently they were busy looking at the cool skull.
1: Well, okay. but here's the thing. If you're advertising through directly into Amazon through KDP, you are advertising mm-hmm. your Kindle copy. And so it is, oh, especially shit, if people yeah. are getting these ads straight to their Kindle or their phone, it's just a book. And so a lot of times they're not reading the cover. They're just looking at the image and they go, yeah, excellent. And they buy it. And then when they go to start reading it, if their settings are to go to the first page of content, which when you publish through KDP, you have to mark your first page of content, which I cheat. My first page of content is not the first page of my first chapter. So if anybody wants to like, you know, take a page out of my book and cheat.
0: (laughs) Well, it makes sense. You know, it does. My
1: first page of content is absolutely my bastard title page where it says book two (laughs) or book three because i was concerned about that and you can you can do that you just have to override the system and 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 not let it pick for you right
0: now advertising Um, is good but a lot of people and i've had struggled with this too and actually glacy and i have rabbit holed on this and there's a lot of mixed messages with this paying for reviews this is something that I would suggest authors stay away from.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, honestly, after everything we've gone over this, there is not much of an upside to this thing. There's very little. I don't know that there is an upside to me. it's
2: a That's a scam. Right. Stay away from it.
1: Yeah, it's... It's uh, tempting
2: as hell, especially if you're in your first book and you right. hear somebody that you don't know any better that are saying, I can get your book in front of a, you know, Right. You, you want to hear that. And so if you dive in and say, okay, shit, I'll spend the 500 bucks because, Hey, it's a book. I can, I I can get it back. No, you can't.
1: Exactly. Well, the, the thing is, is that, yeah, but if you want to go down that, that route um, I mean, there's two different ways that uh, the paid reviews come around and that's uh, paying for the, the review uh, to be done by um, another author that ends up being, you know, sort of a, you know, like a rubber stamp sort of thing. Like, ah, yes, they did a good job. And then there's the, the mass review purchase. Yeah. And that's, and that's true. And
0: you're not going to, they have to legally tell people that they're, they're paid reviews. So,
1: you're well, not going to yeah. get the same
0: yeah you have to actually say it
1: but a, but at, here's here's the yeah. thing amazon actually disallows any paid mm-hmm. reviews they actually are really shady about uh reviews that are even made yes. uh in exchange for like a free book like if you give somebody a free book and go you know it would be great if you could Look review this on amazon you know um they actually have to declare i received this book you know as a gift, or for free, or from the service, but I did that for my Audible.
0: And that's why I did for Audible. You like one, review it. I'll send you two. You like two, review it. I'll send you three. You know, yep. that way I was trying to get, ad, you know, early reviews.
1: Yep, absolutely. Yep, been there, done that. Absolutely. Uh, that that's is more about of a
0: special than it is. That, that is else. that is yeah. about
1: the only thing that I think uh, mm-hmm. operates enough in a gray area that it is. Uh, bordering on acceptable um yeah, i'm sure shit done amazon it. will take um, your
0: reviews down if they don't yes, like them yes oh yeah i've seen people have that happen
1: they absolutely will um but it, you know uh you can suggest and that's right. about it you know you can be like mm-hmm. you know here's a here's a book you know i very here's much appreciate <laughs> honest reviews you right. know let me know if you want the next one but it has to be very much not solicited right Um, which is, you know, kind of a bitch because, you know, uh, gaining reviews is how we increase the perception of legitimacy of our work. And then that in turn helps us uh, to be able to harness more more sales after that. So reviews absolutely fall into that path to sales um, uh, you know, the b- b- blanket issue thing. And I think really one of the only ways if you're any type of selfie, I think right. that the only way that you have to get started is the worst, experience in the world at least for me and that is to Mm. go to friends and family and be like please for the love of god review my book but you just got to be careful that they're friends and family that are so far removed from you that amazon won't catch on that they're related to you and pull the review down right you know it becomes a gigantic Uh, pain in the ass two-step shuffle that selfies have I mean ultimately what this all boils down to is that selfies have an uphill battle whether you are a true selfie or you are an indie um, we are very much disadvantaged by the system that has been put in place by Amazon to keep the bigger people from from gaming the system you're right you know so we're we're actually being disadvantaged by those those rules because some douchebag yeah. who who is selling tens of thousands of copies of each of their books every year has gamed the system to get to that success. And they're like, well, yes. we can't have people doing that. And yeah. yeah. So, you know, that person went out and bought a thousand reviews from some review service. And so Amazon is like, well, we gotta hammer down on that. We can't have people soliciting reviews or having people who are known to other people uh, Soliciting reviews, and so that affects us. So now, our mom can't review our books anymore.
0: <laughs> right. I know, right?
1: So, yeah, it's it's that a, it's sucks. An, it's an uphill, it's an uphill uh, battle for for reviews. But you know, and, and we won't even go into the fact that we have to worry about whether the reviews are, are right good or not. You know. <laughs> it's oh. like,
0: you're right.
2: No, I just Again, felt my blood pressure go up when you said reviews for the fifteenth yeah. straight time. Yeah. Again,
1: not really something that can be controlled. So I guess that there, we, I can digress on that one. But, I mean, yeah, the another thing that probably bears mentioning in terms of the uh, the uh, paid ad thing, and I, I think that Ray has more experience with this than I do, um, is paid ads through. Social media outlets, which I mentioned early on, um, I tried them uh, very, very early on for me. Uh, at, at the point within the first couple of weeks of publishing my first book, and I did not see any return from it. Ray, what did you see?
0: Oh well, I mean, I mean the returns weren't bad, but they could have been a lot better. I mean. You know, I'm, I'm trying to think of, of how good or how bad the returns were. And it was very rocky up and down. You know, there wasn't, there was a clear rise, but it was not defined as that. It go up, it go down, it go up, it go down. But I did see the numbers increase. So I, I got to say, that at least was encouraging.
1: And you have to manufacture your own investment return there. Uh, yeah, you do. I mean, so, would you really say good. that it's worth it?
0: Um. Well, I mean, let, let's take a look at that from an Amazon standpoint of view. Uh, critical mass. There was a point where I hit critical mass, and that. No, no,
1: no, no, wait, wait. I think you may have. She's talking my... about Facebook. I'm talking um, about Facebook, social so. media paid ads. Yeah. You know, social I'm talking media about Facebook paid and Twitter. Ads,
0: I, 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 I have played with them, and I really. Not as much, not as impactful as I'd like. Um, it is good for attracting fans, though. I will say that. It's great for page likes and page views. Mm-hmm. But for actually selling your book, most people aren't on Facebook buying books at that moment. You be Some of them do, some of them don't. But really, they're there to talk to their friends. You're more likely to gain page likes. You're more likely to gain a follower than you are to gain a, a, a purchase or a sale. So as long as you keep that in mind and understand it and understand the nature of the beast, I I think you can create a success from that, but not as impactful as, say, Amazon or BookBub.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I, I found the exact same thing. I actually tried using them to invite people to events. I used it to try to invite people to like and follow my page. And I tried it two different ways. Uh, which was disheartening, but not unexpected. I tried it with content and I tried it with my face Right. and content did not work. They did not give a shit about the book, but no, I put my, right. I put a really great headshot out and I got like, you know, a thousand wow. more page followers mm. and that's disheartening, you know, but that kind of tells you that realistically probably doesn't really work. That's probably a thousand people who are not going to buy
0: are right no you're right um,
1: but yeah it, it it's that's that's a small game i i had those ads turned on at one point in time uh, uh with no other advertising going on and it's so hard to tell what the impact is because right. you're like are these sales this level just because they were going to be anyway or is this because of 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 what I'm doing. Ultimately, I only played with it for a few weeks and then shut it off and didn't see any difference. So, I mean, I would not recommend anybody go down the social media paid marketing route to try and get their books out there. Right. No, you're right. You know, it's just, it's just not, not effective. Now Ray and I have been over here like yammering on Rob, What's available to you on on your end? You're you're in kind of a strange place because you're with an independent publisher. So it's a full uh,
2: traditional now. They've shifted. They're not. Oh, indie okay. Anymore. They are
1: well, you know, let us speak let's speak retrospectively to okay. the last however many years that you've been published with them when they were indie. Speak to would, that in terms of how another indie author would navigate the, that
2: the only thing that made indies better than selfies um is a pathway through to places that an, that an indie can't get to which includes brokerages national international to some degree for people who buy purchasing agents for all libraries for example. right mm-hmm. we have a we have a route through to them i've sold a lot of one of my shittier books to libraries, which is (laughs) kind of weird, but it's, um, it, 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 Goodreads, uh, that was, that was kind of the entree for me. And then they were really starting to get to a better place with, uh, with library purchasers. Um, there's some other places that they couldn't get to because they weren't a traditional, um, publishers weekly for example which now i can get in front of i couldn't have gotten in front of of them as a selfie and an indie it was kind of on the border and it depended on whether or not they came to see you somebody recommends it it's really hard to do very rare you could get it in front of them but it's not default um and we're at the beginning of that process with my publisher now so we'll see how that goes uh, but those are typically closed-off avenues to most indies and pretty much every selfie. You can't get through to them. They just they will just kind turn of you off.
0: Advertising does your publisher do? I'm always interested in finding that out. Zero. And do you pay for it or something that they? No,
2: I don't pay. I don't pay for any of it. Uh, they don't. They they make it clear that they don't. Uh, or now they just became a full traditional within the last six months. So it takes time for things to settle. Um, But they don't have a marketing entity. They don't have a focus on marketing or advertising. It's mostly up to the author to push their stuff. And it's a, it's a bad spot to be in because we can't get to Amazon the way you can. We can sell our books there, but other than listing the title, it's not going anywhere it's now, one does of the, the it's does really the publisher
0: hard what's your in amazon do they do they advertise no you there? No. M-
2: no my publisher hates amazon they do, they do business <laughs> with them because they have to but like most of us we can't stand them they're i think right. they're a little bit more uh aligned to barnes and noble and
0: okay
2: that has uh that has a pathway through the publisher, but it has to be cultivated, established, and cultivated by the publisher. And now that they are in their um, traditional, they are allowed. They are uh, they can get to them and have. So it may right. that may bear some fruit later on. But I could never have expected that when when they were in India, and certainly not as a selfie. I would never have gotten through. Sure. But the hard truth is, if you want to push your books, spend the money. And advertise them in goofball places. Um, Right. But most most don't. Uh, And the the line of demarcation is, have you written a book because everybody knows who you are and they want to hear what you have to say? That ain't me. Or is your book just that goddamn good and amazing and everybody's hearing about it and they want a piece of that? The average fiction author has no hope of getting advertising dollars spent by a a, a traditional. They won't do it. If they don't know they have an absolute ROI guaranteed, then they're not going to do it. Knucklehead lands his airplane in the Hudson River. Why? Because he's he's a good pilot. Doesn't make him an an author. Doesn't make his story any more or less interesting. It's a momentary. But that guy sold a shit ton of books. I should say his publisher sold a shit ton of yes, books. He got different. paid a fixed amount of money, and they said, go away. So when they were busy selling Captain Sully's book about how I skidded in, I know, <laughs> in it, on, the, on the Hudson River, yeah, and he that the, was, uh, he he did was so far out of that story picture. And
0: somebody else wrote it, yeah.
2: Exactly. He didn't write the book. He's not marketing it. He doesn't get any more from it. He's gone. They pay him a fixed amount of money, blow we'll take it from here. And that's how that works. It's just, it's kind of, uh, it's understandable, but risk reward in the, in the traditional publishing industry is if you don't have a 90% reward, then I then don't take a 10% risk. It's that bad. They won't do it. So those of us that are not gigantic and famous, just keep pounding until you get one book that will sell. That's how it works. I think that that's,
1: that's probably true for all of us in terms of yeah. having like one breakout book that sort of does the selling for the rest of our books for Correct. us. But in a, in a way, it kind of almost, and I mean, maybe this is, this is a, I don't want to say a cautionary tale because, God, they're so different and there are so many detriments to each. Um, but it is definitely something to consider when you are going down the road of publishing your first book. Uh, certainly it is a question that needs to be asked. Do I go indie or do I go full selfie? Because that is a consideration Mm -hmm. is how much access you have to marketing. The only marketing I'm assuming when you're in indie, because your indie publisher does not allow you to go into, you know, KDP and access those direct KDP, you know, marketing, uh, ads that are through Amazon. The only option you have at that point in time is to pay for product marketing, yeah. And that is
2: way expensive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Of, you're talking about
1: five beach. figure investments um, to start. And realistically, that's probably not an effective amount of money to be putting into it. So oh,
2: you'll yeah, never get it back. You'll know yeah, no uh, you are. You're never going to get it back.
1: Odds are, yeah, you. it's not going to gain enough traction for you to get no. that back. Just, um, so so that's a big consideration for somebody who's like, do I go selfie or do I go indie is that, you know, if you are a true indie and you have an indie publisher that you are very much going to be at the mercy of luck.
2: Correct. You
1: know, you cannot you take that bull by its horns and be like, okay, I'm going to put this amount of dollars every month towards mm-hmm. marketing this book in these places and make it its own little micro success. Now, I mean, like, I'm sure in another episode we're going to go, because we have one that's coming up soon in, in the draw that has to do with, you know, selfie Indian traditional publishing there's right. benefits and detriments to all of them. But for me, not having marketing autonomy is a big detriment to some people. Some people probably don't care probably don't want to have anything to do with it anyway and if they were uh, full selfie wouldn't take advantage of it so right. you know it's well, a detriment to me might not be a detriment to everybody else
2: there's something that I discovered early on because I went the selfie route first I didn't know any better I didn't uh, <laughs> I, I didn't want to go down the rejection path and traditional, to, yeah. to traditionals I know full well are going to say we don't know who you are first first book no get out you're not going to get a first book published with the the traditional, probably going to be harder to do with some of the Indies, but there's a difference between the you and the rays of the world who are, are grinding quality authors in the selfie medium. And somebody who says, you know, I think it would be really cool to write a book. And this is where somebody slams on the brakes and you hear the skipping of the needle on the record and it's harsh as hell to say this, but there's, I don't, I don't know. I I don't have any metrics, but I would hazard a guess to say 60% of the people who write books, you can get yourself published on Amazon. Doesn't mean that that book is worth a shit.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: So because they want to do it, it sounds like a fun thing to do. It's a lark We're discounting them there if you're going to go this path and you're you kind of know that you're good enough at this to write a good book most selfie folks don't know at that spot they they can write a good book what they don't know is the things that ray and that you know glacia which is how to work the mechanisms and those algorithms that are crucial to getting your reviews, to getting your exposure, to paying the right amount of money to get the right amount of return. I had no clue at all going in to KDP. And it's one of the reasons why I said, the hell with this, when I had a chance to go with an indie, I went that direction, because I had no idea how to capitalize on the things that are beneficial about selfie. So it's, a, it's an interesting process having gone through all three of these. It, it 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 makes me look at selfies in a different way than I used to at the time I had an attitude about it, and I don't have oh, that God. attitude anymore because there's some really advantageous stuff to self-publish. Right.
1: I think we've gotten a little off track,
2: though. <laughs> now, no, no, It's book sales is really that's no. What book that's sales about. is
1: the important. That's
2: precise. We're not off the track yet. That's the whole does point for of the you
0: Versus what you can do. Well, somebody know. who right. says, hey, you know, I wrote a book Selfies. and it's
2: up on Amazon. That's yeah. not the person we're talking about. We're talking about somebody like us who says, I'm not doing this shit for free. I want to make mm-hmm. some dough at this. Right. That's yep. the, you know? that's the, that's that spot that hop off, if you will. Mm, but yeah. I yeah. want to make our 50 cents. Damn it. <clears throat> damn right. I want my 50 <laughs> It's a little bit more of, than that.
1: Yeah. Well, I want my drop know? of blood. You, you know that's interesting. You kind of you kind of give me like a teeny tiny little segue there in terms of like the indie selfie uh, traditional right. thing. Uh, Which you know, is also you,
0: one of the episodes we want to redo. It, yeah.
1: it is yes, and uh, the 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 thing that one of the things that we can do uh, in terms of promoting our own sales, uh, in terms of converting one book sale into more book sales, right. is. If you are a selfie or certain types of indie, um, like God forbid,
0: I'm
1: uh, I'm going to be disparaging here. God forbid you're with a vanity press. If you are, yes, if you are
0: bad, we had a whole episode. We'll get
1: there. We'll get into that yeah, too. Yeah. yeah we were, if we're you are in one way or another responsible for the content inside of your book, the quality, if, if the quality control is up to you. Um, then you better make sure that your shit is on lock. And if that means paying for an editor, or if that means having eight or nine or 12 or 19 million sets of eyes go over the thing, um, having reader confidence, you know, kind of to go back to what Rob is saying is that, you know, you've got all of these self-published authors on Amazon, whose books may be just totally in complete shit readers are going to if they come across a book that is complete shit in terms of it being unreadable because of its formatting or because of its grammar they will
0: make it known they will they
1: will jump ship on you as an author and they will never come back and god forbid they go to the review section and they drop something nasty in there that's only going to inhibit further sales so if you are a selfie or or a type of indie who is responsible for the quality control, make sure you take that responsibility seriously because that very much does have to do with conversion from first sale to further sales. Um, Now we have a couple more minutes, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. I want, I want to hand this over to Ray because he's the only one of the three of us who can speak to this. (laughs) We've talked about ads. We've talked about reviews. We've Mm -hmm. talked about quality. Let's talk about how we can harness the power of, and this is one thing that any indie can do, Rob, even when your hands were tied, is visual marketing. Yes. The creation of ads and other forms of visual marketing, uh, book trailers, things of that nature that we can use.
0: Yep. Anything visual, if it's compelling, will grab somebody's attention. It does not take a lot to make, but... The ability to have that graphic, that kick-ass character with the right font and the right depth background just happen to show up in the right place is an easy way to get people interested. Even if they're not buying your book that second, they want to see more. Mm -hmm. People are inherently visual. You show them something that is phenomenal, incredible, detailed, they will turn around and they will search for your stuff because visual marketing is that powerful. You tell somebody I've got a book and you've got a blue cover with white writing on it. It's not very exciting. Book covers, ads, banners, hell, even your Facebook is a marketing place. you know, oh, yeah. all of these things you can utilize to your advantage. It, just because they give you a banner does not mean it has to just say, Hey, this is my page. Show your books, tell them where it's for sale, you know, throw a little bit of marketing yeah. up there. Use that to your advantage, but yeah, mm-hmm. visual marketing is critical. It the is boots
1: on the ground great. shit. I mean, that's Absolutely. what that is. And and Ray is very gifted in terms of being able to pull together things like you know ads and graphics and banners and and covers and crap like that. Not everybody I steal is. stuff not everybody knows how to put stuff together visually right. not everybody has the the desire to spend the amount of money that it takes to to have the programs uh, to to do it if you're that person then there are services out there there are yeah. there are there are services that are geared specifically towards Indian selfie authors where you can go in and you can buy a package. A lot of times the package even includes your cover and it has all of those things that you need to be able to take advantage of that boots on the ground marketing that you can do within social media.
0: Well, it's about, it's about not just the single ad. It's about permeating. If you have
1: your personal page,
0: your group, your, your author page, your book page People are going to this and checking it out. And what they're doing is they're experiencing these ads. Even if they aren't looking directly at them, they're getting inundated with this
2: stuff. They're assimilating so, whether they like it or not.
0: Yeah, they're they're getting they're getting indoctrinated to your work because you have it everywhere. And yeah. when they go you, to pick a book, you'll be surprised at how often they'll go, I'm gonna check that out.
1: Yeah, you can't make them look at it, but no. they're not they, they can't help but see it.
2: Yes, they can't unsee it they once they do. And it's also, uh, just as a, a, an administrative note, the, for the person that just when Ray said that asked, how much does it cost to get somebody to do a halfway decent trailer? You'd be surprised. It is nowhere near as expensive as you would think. The clip right. art and clip uh, if video images are astonishingly uh, affordable. And getting mm-hmm. somebody to put them together uh 60 bucks 100 bucks for the baseline maybe 200 bucks for a really good one it's not terribly expensive mm-hmm. you you can go ballistic with it yes but something that which is the irony of this is that so much rides on the visual impact for a medium that is a bunch of written words
1: yeah and, it does. and just
2: the way it is
1: it's the the irony is is almost intolerable yeah. but you know i mean in terms of the book trailer thing um i i've always made my own and um I I thought I had a big idea I didn't know book trailers were a thing until I made one and I was like oh this is a great idea I was like oh yeah no that's an old idea you fucking dumbass you're not as smart as you think you are um but uh the thing that I learned uh the valuable lesson that I learned uh through watching you know viewing demographics and 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 whatnot all of that metadata and talking to a few people who really really know what they're All doing. All of
0: that metadata,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, the thing Metadata's is that when you are when you are either planning to make or purchase a um, a book trailer, shorter is often better. If you, if you have a limited amount of cash, uh, to put out and you are going to buy one, don't be like, Oh, I can only afford 10 seconds. So I'm not even going to bother 10 seconds. is a lot of time and use it.
2: Right. And it's a hell of an impact. People are
1: oftentimes going to leave within the first two to three seconds. So, you know, I mean, if you even pay for a two to three second moving splash, uh, to be able to put somewhere. That has a huge amount of value and is very, very inexpensive. You know, and and we talk
0: about the, the expense of it real quick. Um, I will tell you, if you are semi-computer savvy and you are somebody who wants to try to tackle this, Adobe Creative Cloud. Everything you need to do book covers, trailers, images, banners are in Creative Cloud. It's 39 bucks a month. And I
2: there's lots everything. of avenues to get to yeah. some relatively... Uh,
0: and there's lots they're not they're not onerous me. to do but yeah. they're
2: really powerful you can do some amazing shit if you know what you're doing and they have
0: in their the own th- classes you can learn how to use this stuff it's great the, the class- tutorials and, are amazing
1: in in the absence of the desire or 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 yes. ability to go down that road i would say that it is uh, a great substitute is gift makers
0: a, siri- yeah yeah
1: absolutely a, yeah. a a a moving you know picture on yes. a loop with you know uh, a a clip from a review of your book or a a, a snazzy one-liner mm-hmm. you know i mean less than a sentence that's well, right, right. a great it, graphic
2: it, humans yeah.
0: are attracted to
2: motion and color
0: yeah. that's just we're like
1: tyrannosaurus simple. rexes in, I mean, really, in I, jurassic park when
0: i put, a, yeah, I put yeah. a new book i put a I put a a wallpaper background out for the new book and put it up on my group for free, you know, or it's amazing how how much attention you can get. Yeah, yeah, it really is. All right. We just ran out of time. We did, we did run out of time. Wow. How time flies when you're having fun.
2: We took this all the way to the top of the hour this time. We're, we're doing did. pretty good. Yes. So, okay. Um, Now, uh, set up for next week. Are we doing another, we're doing another draw. We
0: just take this we one out of the file. Are, and, okay, we are going to do another rant. I think we did very well on this one, though. I really do. I think we covered a stuff we didn't cover last time, which is good. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it may
2: be really interesting to readers, but this one is very much for authors,
0: I think. Yes, yes, it is. Is it very much it it is. Oh. Yes. Okay, There's a guys. lot of little
1: pebbles to steal, though, even if you're not marketing books.
0: We feel you out there, man. We feel you. She's my dog.
1: <laughs> 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 All right. Say bye, we'll Fachi book. Bye. <laughs> bye, <laughs> Felicia. <laughs> bye, Fachi <laughs> book. All
0: right. No more live stream, we're off the stream. Uh, okay,
1: now you can go pass out, man.
2: <sighs> I go eat while he goes to sleep. I'm <clears> starving, pa- starving, really passing
0: out during the podcast. I'm exhausted. Oh,
2: well, yeah, I thought you were gonna fall out a couple of times, but you I, you, you, uh, you,
0: I didn't sleep last night. I was fixing pipes, so yeah,
2: off to bed with you, buddy. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, good one, good show. What's the-
0: Thank you for listening to Authors in Chains. Check us out on the web at www.authorsinchains.com.